Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. This is the best platform to use for podcasting. They have everything that you need in one place. If you know me, then you know that I'm not tech savvy. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do anything. But Anchor is so simple and easy to use. And you can make money. So if you are a podcaster or thinking about creating a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. If I didn't have Anchor, there wouldn't be a Disaster Dating 101 podcast. Right now, download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey ladies, I know you guys love, love, love clothing that makes you feel good. Make sure you check out the luxury African-inspired clothing brand Rayma, based out of Toronto. Order today at www.rahyma.com. Use discount code podcast101 and save 15%. I love this brand and I know you guys will love it too. Again, that was www.rahyma.com. Check it out and save on your next order. about life oh it does have the timer you're so smart i see it so now i know <laughs> and learning is half the battle gi joe told me that thanks i appreciate it thanks gi joe so anyway you ready yeah you know we're supposed to be talking about something i was gonna ask you about like the kids um i'm happy they're they're away for now i shouldn't be happy but um, it it was it wasn't difficult. I think it was more of just them being in my space and being everywhere. And like I told my son, is you all are just like literally everywhere I go, I can't have peace. I can't have the break. So you know, while kids are in school, you have that break. It it wasn't any break. Everywhere I turned around, it was a child somewhere. You're a mommy full time. Yeah, full time mode. Like it makes you wonder how house housemakers did this. Like people who stayed home and didn't have a job and just like y'all not upset. Like y'all not going crazy with all these kids, right? And then then when I left, I dropped them off, you know, in Jersey. And then when I left, I was like, y'all gonna tell me goodbye? They were like. I mean, we've been with you. You know which one said it. They sick of you too. Hold That's on. The you you know the little girl said, "Well, we've been with you for three months." So I mean, hey, like, yeah. You wanted to fight. I see. I see the face. <laughs> yes. So. Don't fight your daughter. Don't do that. <sighs> All right, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Ready right. to go. All right, so welcome to Disaster Dating 101, where we talk about our dating horror stories, real issues, and how we can make changes in our lives. I'm your host, Natasha Renee, and today I have a special guest. He is one part of Broken English. He is a phenomenal MC, poet, and singer. Yes, great singer. I said that. (laughs) Some people may know him as Mike Dialect, but I know him as Greg. My ex fiance. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, 
Welcome to the show, Greg, and thank hey, you for hey, this hey, 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 what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? So, how are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing and- great. I'm so happy that we are having this episode. So, this episode today is Conversation with Your Ex. And what better ex to have this conversation with is my ex-fiance. Probably the best ex to have this conversation with. So, thank you for having me. No problem. I appreciate you. And uh, let's kick this thing off. Let, 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 All right, let's so let's it. let's know about Greg for a second. You know, I did introduce you in as a poet, a MC. Do you have something to share for me? Uh, <laughs> if you I, don't, I really it's, did, it's didn't fine. Have anything prepared? But I can share something with you. Um, this is funny because Tasha knows how much I hate my own voice. And so be doing my own poem. I mean, I can do it. I can do the hello. How are you? <laughs> hey, girl. You know, I was looking at you the other day and you came my way, but you, you didn't are, notice me. <laughs> you are terrible. Hey, that's my favorite, but you don't want to share that one. But All right. Okay. I do have a piece. Okay. All right. It's called. Martyred Masochist. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm a good man. I'm a damn good man. I listen and communicate. I console and conserve. I cook and clean, take care of myself, take care of you. Why aren't we working? Why isn't this fun anymore? Where did the desire go? You love me in words. You are strangled by my attention, suffocated by my servitude to us. So you ended things. You ripped the flimsy band-aid tethering us together, decided what was best for us, regardless of how it truly felt to me. You killed my dreams. Dreams you claim to share, but not more than what you wanted not more than the dreams you felt you were losing yourself in. I've lost myself in you. My mirror image of is foreign to me. He looks weathered and coarse. He's battered and bounced and has given so much. It's hollowed out his smile. His cheeks hold the memories of what they used to be. His eyes are red from too many mornings of deprived sleep just to hear the sounds of your voice. There's a longing for joy in them. Drowned in the tears, he's tired of crying and refuses to let go. He's on the verge of a breakdown. I can't afford to let him be broken. I've reminded him of how amazing we were, how regardless of how things are, somewhere amidst the argument, among the rationales for hurt, portioned with the pettiness, she loved us. She loved you for everything you became. She loved me for everything I was. Most importantly, she never asked for it. We made martyrs of ourselves trying to escape the image of someone we'd never really owned up to. We are loved and cherished, welcomed and needed, desired and wanted. I became you from not being me. I compromised us to be better for her. It wasn't who we are. 
it isn't who I am. It's killing you to just be. So just stop. Let go. Breathe. If you don't hear that, it's me snapping. The snaps. You're killing me with the snaps. (laughs) Killing me. But that's fine. But thank no, thank you. I that was great. I loved it. I definitely did. Appreciate it. Who was that about? Um, no one in particular. Okay, so it doesn't have a name. That I, I like that. I really did. It it it's probably a culmination of two long relationships and both of my ex fiancés. Oh yeah, because we forgot you had to. But we will get back onto that subject a little bit later. So I really wanted us to do this conversation because I wanted people to know and understand just because you have a heartbreak, a breakup, you know, I wanted people to really know that you can come back. And especially with us, the years that we've had together, the breakups, the rebounds, the comeback together, you know, I I felt like this would be the conversation that people want to know, the whys, what happened? Was it me? What did I do wrong? You know, why did we break up? And I felt, like I said before, that it's best that we have this conversation together. So what better way to do this is on my podcast. That's good. I'm with it. I told you. So brief background between you and I, you can chime in at any point of this. Oh yeah. I want to hear this. (laughs) We met, we met in college, but we didn't attend the same college. We had a mutual friend who went to my college and he's like, Hey, Taj, I have a best friend that I feel like you two should talk because you two give me the same, you know, answers. When I ask for your advice, you gave, give me the same advice. I feel like you two would be perfect together. Now, mind you guys, this is before video phones. I mean, they had just came about, I think, no, the next year, probably. So this was the, we didn't even really text because it cost a text. (laughs) This was house phone. This was house phone talk to you at the nine o'clock. <laughs> My minutes are not free until at the nine and prepaid, Emails. prepaid cell phones and prepaid cards during that time. So Greg and I had never met. Um, I went to Philly for the summer after uh, school. I went to college in Virginia, Norfolk State University, Spartan at heart. Anyways. Um, so what? Ryan gave me your number. I don't know what happened, but I think because we were on a house phone. You're right. We were on a house phone. phone. So Ryan gave you my number because I didn't have a cell phone at the time. Okay. Um, And you called the house and we talked and we agreed to meet up. Yes. R7. And we met up. We had a really, really, really great talk hold on so let let me chime in real quick we were supposed to hang out that whole day so greg went to temple university and i was working i lived in the suburbs of philly so i caught the train the bus everything to get to greg it took like an hour for me to get to him and as soon as i get there he's waiting for me and says we have to get back on the train because i have to go back home to jersey not 
Trenton, Jersey, not Camden, Jersey. Newark, Newark <laughs> Jersey. Which is where I lived at the time. <laughs> so I'm down there dressed up. I still remember what I had on. Like, do I you? Did, yeah, I had like a white shirt on and some like, I feel like some flare pants and some heels or whatever. You had on bell bottoms. Yeah, because I remember. That's what you had on bell bottoms. I remember I had on heels because I was taller than you. But, anyways. <laughs> We were supposed to spend the whole day together, but I come and Greg is telling me he has to go. But like he was saying, phenomenal conversation on the train because I even wrote a poem about that train ride. So we both did. Yeah. So mine was R7 because that's where we were at R7, you know. And we talked, what was it? About an hour, I felt it was an hour. We talked, we got to know each other. I'm like, wow, I never met him. We only talked on the phone and it was like, I really like him. Like this, this was the man who stole my heart and I didn't want it back. You know, it was just, it was the sparks. It was the sparks. So how they talk about the sparks and and when you meet somebody, it was theirs. So did, did you come back that summer to see me or I feel like you did. You came back down. Yeah. I came back down. I can't remember how long ago, how long after, but I know I came back to visit you in Philly and you were working at Sesame, Sesame Place. Place at the time. <laughs> so it was like trying to like work out a schedule between my job and your job to spend some time with each other. So I know I came down to Philly. You came up to Jersey. Yes. And at that time you had met my brother and sister-in-law. No, that was that wasn't that time. That wasn't? No, that was after baby time. No, no, this was before the baby. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I mean I'm, I'm, I'm telling you it was before the baby because you hadn't had any and one of the questions she asked was when are we having kids? Okay. So you you may be you may be right. Because I, I visit Jersey. So, you guys, if you don't know. That, I was, was in a, Jersey, like, all the time. Like, this all the time. This was where the girls was here. You probably don't remember her. It's been a while. But it was, it was, it was. We really doing that right now? <laughs> you asked me to be myself. I'm going to be myself all the time. Every time. All right. Okay. Well, the, girl, the girls are gone due to baby one, baby two, whatever. Anyways, so we meet great summer. It was a, I would say like a summer fling. We, we fell in love in the summer, but then reality hit. I had to go back to school. You had to go back to school. And my heart, I can honestly say my heart was not a hundred percent in because I was still stuck on the the guy I fell in love with, so to say, and not even really fell in love with. I was just obsessed with so, <laughs> in high school because I was 19 at the time. And what the crazy part, and I always tell you, the crazy part about it is my roommates in college always felt that it was my kid's dad. It was the reason why we broke up and they didn't realize that it wasn't even him. And I kept telling them it wasn't him. It was just, I knew when I got back to school that 
I worked. Like a lot of people don't realize I put like, yes, my grandparents were there for me, but as far as money and everything, I worked, I braided hair, I was a hustler. So I knew I was going to be on my hustle. And I also knew that I wasn't a hundred percent in and I knew how close we were. And I just felt like I don't want to cheat. So the best thing to do is to end it and be friends. That's when I was there with the what happened. Because I was invested. I was in. And I and 100%. that's why I said I wasn't a hundred I thought I was a hundred percent in, but then life around me, because at that time that I was working at Sesame Place, I was doing hair. One thing that I do is I braid hair. And somebody asked me to braid their nephew's hair. And then that's how we got back in touch. And I thought I was about to be a famous braider, (laughs) celebrity for the stars. And with me hanging with that person, that's when it was like, I've always liked you. Like I said, I thought I was in love. It, It was something that was familiar, so to say. So it was either stay with the familiar or go to something new. And me, I'm a logical person. I overthink and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know the new that well, but I know the familiar. So how about I just stay here? Even though the familiar doesn't want to be in a relationship, but because I know this person so well, how about I just stay here and keep this and let go of the new because things come up again. And if it doesn't work, I know the familiar will always be there. And maybe somewhere he'll want to be with me in a serious relationship. So Greg and I break up. Years pass, but we are still friends. So please know. We still we keep are still in communication. Friends. We still talk. My, my roommates are like, you, this I'm is still the in worst. love with her to, uh, on a level. Yeah, we talk every every day. We still were talking every day Um, because like I said, the familiar, it wasn't like we were in a relationship. It was because I knew my heart was there. And that's why I broke up with Greg. It wasn't to jump into something because him and I weren't in, we didn't get in a relationship, but I knew my heart wasn't there and I knew Greg's heart was. So that's why I broke it up for everybody that is listening. It wasn't that I hopped on something. No, because this guy was still not paying me any attention at all. So. We break up. We still talk. A baby happens, what, two years after us still remaining friends. Me and Greg still see each other. Like, mind you, I still travel to Jersey. I met, remember I came to to Temple? That's when you came, when I, I had dropped out of Temple and I was living, I was living in Newark, then I moved to Trenton. Yeah. And that's okay. Cause that's when baby was, cause he wasn't even, my son wasn't even one. So during this time, like I said, Greg and I were still close. We were still friends. And in between this time, we never talked about our breakup. It, nope. we, we never talked about it. We're going to talk. We talked about it, but it wasn't then. We ignored it. Like it didn't happen. And we tried to continue this friendship. So, Greg, I want you to finish on how we ended up together again when you were in Trenton. That, that's that's. I want to hear your side of that story. To be honest with you, it's, it's I, 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 okay. I, 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 so, no, no problem with that. 
I know that at that time, my son wasn't even, I don't feel like he was one yet. He wasn't one yet. He wasn't one. So when Greg and I had broke up, I had a friend that I was cool with and him and I started dating probably a year after Greg and I's breakup. And then we ended up getting a relationship and we ended up having a child together. And we were together for like two years, almost during that time, during the pregnancy and everything. And he ended up cheating on me. I think my son was like five months. Yeah. Yeah. My son was five months and my ex and I, baby daddy, however you want to call him, we share a space together. We had a lease together. Our lease was up that December. I had my son maybe that that March I had my son and I think I moved out probably that November. Cause I came, it was around new year's when I had came to visit you. So I ended up going back to Richmond. Like I said, Greg and I always kept in touch and we started talking again, but it wasn't like we stopped talking. So it was more of the, I miss you. Let's let's try to work on this. Like, let's have a relationship. Even then, we kind of talked about it, but it wasn't like we talked about us, us, but but we never talked about what happened. Yeah, and then randomly, I was out with my aunt, and I was on the phone with Greg, and Greg asked me, like, "Will you marry? Will you marry me?" So it wasn't even a. Like, let's get back in a relationship. It was like, no, I want you to be my wife. Let's let's do that. So it was like, are you serious? And because you were the one that got away. <laughs> yeah. So and it it Greg wasn't on some like be my be my boo. No, I want you to be my wife. So that's how we got back into our relationship. Is that he proposed to me, and so I'm like, okay, cool. Um, like I said at that time. My son wasn't even a year. I had went, after that happened, I started going back to Jersey more, going to visit. So mind you, I'm in Virginia. Greg is in Jersey. It's like, what, six, driving, it would be like six hours. Six hours. Yeah. Because so, so we we weren't close together. We weren't near each other. We talked. We dated. You were in Richmond at the time, too. I was in Richmond, yep. Not even Norfolk. No, Richmond. We we de- we we were dating. I was looking at dresses. I thought that I was going to get married soon, and I'm going to need Greg to finish this off on so what happened after the engagement. The, we were talking. We were things were going well, and then like life started happening for me. Okay. Um, I lost my gig. I ended up moving in with a bunch of friends. And I got really self-conscious for no reason. And I can admit that now. I think looking back, I know there was really no reason for me to get self-conscious about what, but I did. I thought there was more to that relationship between you than what it was at the time. And then we started to argue about that relationship. 
because I was trying to get you to realize that it really was over and you did not accept that. So the relationship he's speaking about is the relationship with my kid's dad. He felt like we were still together because a lot of people do get back with their baby mamas, baby daddies, however you want to say it, but it was really over. Like now, you know, it was really over. Like when I cut ties with people, I usually cut ties. So it, for me, when I broke up with him, it was no going back. And Greg did not believe that he just felt somewhere, oh, you two are going to get back together. And that's what we argued about all the time. It wasn't about us. It was about my kid's dad and how we were going to get back together. That trust issue that I guess you were having. And my son's dad wasn't, I don't even, he was out there closer to you. Like he was in, in, in Jersey. So it was like, I'm out here by myself hustling, mind you. For me, like like Greg was saying, he lost his job. For me, it was I had to move out of my space. I had to find a new job. I had to move me and my child, who isn't even one years old, back to my family's house. I had to find a job there. And now I have to take care of myself and a kid in somebody else's space. And it wasn't just me at the time. It was a couple of people living there. So it was like we were, we're invading somebody else's space. And I'm trying to make amends for us and also try to keep a relationship with my son's dad so my son can have that relationship with his dad, where he was rebounding and doing whatever. So for me, it was like I needed that support and a person that I felt like that was supporting me, what I felt was against me. I understand that more now. Yeah. And so bringing back to this episode. That was the main reason why I felt like we should have this episode. Because like we said, during this time, we never talked about the first breakup. We never talked about the kid. Like we, my son was just in it like, oh, is it, who is the new, new person in the situation? We never had those adult conversations. We just ignored everything that was going on. So I felt like, Again, this is a great episode to have because people have these breakups. They they want to ask the questions. So I did talk to Greg a little bit. I don't know what questions he has for me, but I decided how to start the show off is to tell about us and then us ask each other, what, five questions, go back and forth. And we can elaborate on those questions, but just to have the conversation of the questions. I think my first question, I can kind of say it because I wanted it to be answered and you kind of answered it before we even started. My question was, why did you, yeah, why did you break up with me? That was my question, my first question to you, but we understand now it was because of. It was because of my insecurities and my faults in self where I'm sometimes I'm so paranoid about things that I don't allow the truth to just be what it is. I see things that aren't, that aren't there. So, so for instance, in this situation, I saw a relationship behind my back 
And it wasn't that. It was two kids trying to figure out how to co-parent amicably. Yeah. And I took that as more than what it should have been. Because, to be honest, like, when I think about what y'all relationship is like now, when most people need that type of co-parenting where it's amicable, we can communicate, we can talk, and it's not an argument, it's not yeah. cussing back and forth, it's just adults being adults. But I wasn't so unused to seeing it at the time, it just felt like something different. So, so let me chime in real quick about the relationship and to also see and let people know why Greg may have felt that way. So I'm very close with my kids' dad's family. They were there for me um, a lot before I had my son, way before I had my son, when my kids' dad was he was in the military and when he was out overseas they really helped me his his mom and I are very close so I'm still family to this day like I can pop up at auntie's house I don't have to make myself announce that's how close of a relationship and that is the relationship my son loves my daughter loves we have a really good relationship but it's only because you know, we, we grew, like he was saying, we were two kids learning how to raise a child, but also a lot of people didn't understand that regardless of what the relationship him and I had, his mother was literally my mom. Cause my mom passed away when I was 16. So she knew I didn't have that mother. So she was literally there bump her son. And she'll tell you that to this day. I don't care what my son does. I want to make sure you and your kids are good. So I think, too, with me still spending that time with her, it does come off as, okay, she they're going to get back. But people not, and even to this day, a lot of people don't understand. This is my family. Like, if you want to date me, you got to talk to grandma before even coming into my life. And I think that's what it was, too. I mean, I can contest to that. So what questions you got for me? Okay, so mine aren't so. Uh, I just want one, one for now. You know so how stabby, I get. You know, as I'll put it. They're not stabby. Mine, um, mine are okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first impression of me? First impression, honest impression. Honest I, impression. Honest impression. I think only because, again, you guys, this was pre-photos, pre-anything. So Greg We didn't is, even know what each other looked we like. We didn't know what each other looked like. So Greg is Jamaican and what? Dominican. Dominican. I was about to call you. <laughs> you know what I was about to say. Come on, come on with the jokes. Come on with the jokes. So, don't. Don't do it. So I thought, okay, I was going to meet this light-skinned guy. And Greg is not that. I love Greg, but it was like, who is this? Because it was like, oh, I'm mixed with this. And me not knowing Dominicans are all complexions, I'm assuming Puerto Rican. That was the first thing that I was thinking. So I was like, okay. And if you you see me, you'll know why. 
Hey, Disaster Dating listeners. I know you guys may have heard me um, mention this brand before, but if you haven't checked out Love Accordingly Clothing on IG, you are definitely missing out. So right now, go to love underscore accordingly 215 on IG and place your order and tell them you listen to the Disaster Dating 101 podcast and you will save 20% off of your first order. The quality is great and you're getting a discount 20% off. That was love underscore accordingly 215. I know you guys won't be disappointed. So check them out now. All right, you guys, we are back. This is actually part two of the conversation with your ex. I guess we, I'm learning. I am learning that um, I'm only, oh, I didn't read it. It says heads up 30 minutes for web browser. Sorry, my bad. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> if you guys okay. know me, it's it's cool. So, Greg. This is part of knowing and loving Tasha. Yes. Is that that she's a Gemini. True, true Gemini. And she's going to Gemini everything up. And I love it. And I hope she never changes. So again, welcome to Disaster Dating 101. This is the conversation with your ex, part two. Actually, where we left off, we were going through questions. Greg and I were going through questions. And Greg's questions to me was, what was my first impression? And again, I was saying that Greg is Jamaican and Dominican, so I assumed that I was about to have some Puerto Rican poppy pop up off the train, and then here's Greg. And it was like, it it wasn't that I was disappointed. It was just in my head, I had this person. And then, what, really? disappointed i said i wasn't no you i if we go back to this i said wasn't was not was not i was not disappointed it was just my track record of dating previously with greg i had a type so i guess i assumed that greg was a part of that whole what do you want to call light skin uh mafia (laughs) she like she like the barge looking brother that's what she like so again, this was before a cell phone. So I'm like, okay. And 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 Greg is very nice looking. And he had his whole started his you didn't have locks because I started your locks. Right. I I had a fro. You had a fro, but it was the plaits in your head. You had plaits. So then it was crazy because Greg was with this other guy. So when I met him, I didn't know who Greg was. Remember, it was a, a guy with no hair, a little bit taller than you. I don't know who he was. He walked us to the train. He walked with us. I don't remember who that was. But he was a little bit lighter than you, so I assumed that. So you thought he was me. <laughs> Even funnier. So Even I assume that Greg was the other person only because I did not know. Like Greg had this that whole. That was my brother Jason. That's who that was. That was Jason. That so was so it was funny because Greg had this whole. What was it? The backpack that you had. Um, that the fanny pack. What was the it? The triple five soul. Yeah. Pack so he had that whole triple five soul. He had the necklace and the whole. You know, car shells, and yeah, all types and then I see the other guy, so I assumed the other guy because we didn't talk about poetry like that, so I didn't know that Greg was the writer, so I assumed the other guy because I'm like, Well, who is this guy ready to save the world? It's over here, I did. Wow, 
I did. But again, when we got on the train, we talked like consistently, like there was no tomorrow. I did like I felt we felt like we knew each other. Even though the, the couple of times, yeah, we talked everything. Everything. So that was my first impression of Greg. I nope, it's my turn. It's my turn. It's I know. My turn. I just want to make sure I'm I'm ready. So, and they are not stabbing questions. Okay. What are things that you feel that I needed or need to work on since you know my relationship track of dating? See? Tasha is very amazing as a person. She will put all of her energy into you. Sometimes she needs to pull some of that energy back because I personally feel like you sabotage yourself by searching for a problem. Like (laughs) we've had the discussion about like social media and all that, which we'll dive into later, but like, come on, G like sometimes you got to let, things be stop looking for the problem Enjoy no i don't look the right away in the moment. i don't look right away if if something pops up that doesn't seem right that's when inspector t comes out and i will find out everything just know i will find out everything who your mama is your sister your long lost family somewhere in between i will find everything yes i'm a little nosy i am working on that a little no. It is a little. No, because now you're about to have me seem like I'm a stalker. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. If you can see the face, and you probably will. Look. If the overcoat and fedora fit. But I'm a nice person. Let's let's go yes. back. <laughs> so yes, I know I need to work on letting things happen. But I know I sabotage. My therapist has told me that I am a runner. So the reason I sabotage is because I want to get out. And it's not that I want to get out because I'm unhappy. It's I want to get out because I don't want to get hurt. Because it's going so good that I'm like, it's too good. It's It's too too good. good to be true. So let me mess this up just so I can say, well, they did it. It wasn't me. It was them when it really was. It's really you. Me. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. next question. Um, I think we answered my next question because it was, uh, do you remember when we the first time we hang, hung out? And yeah. we kind of talked about that at the beginning. So I'm going to go to my next question. Okay. Do you remember our first kiss? Um, I feel like it was when you came to visit me. Remember, we did the whole J.C. Penny pictures. Remember? Yes. <laughs> yes. You came to Ben Salem. You met my I came family. To ben Salem. Yes, Ben now, Salem, let's Pennsylvania. Discuss something Bucks real quick. County. Let's yes. discuss something real quick. So when we talk about like the 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 suburbs outside of Philadelphia. Ben Salem ain't exactly a suburb outside of Philadelphia. So what is it? It's a suburb outside of a suburb <laughs> of Philadelphia. 
So I had to. I, we're talking like there was like dirt roads. It places. is not dirt. We didn't have sidewalks. There weren't no sidewalks. The, yes, there is. There, there are probably sidewalks now because there are more buses. But it wasn't dirt roads. Don't act like you was on the countryside somewhere where it was. I some was chickens. in the country in no, Pennsylvania. No, no. And I was weirded out. But once we got together, I met some of her amazing family, and um, we hung out. We went. We took pictures. We went to the mall. Right. Yeah, we went to Nishamini Mall. And we took pictures, and I looked at her in the face. That's when I cut my hair again. <laughs> so when you saw me, I had hair. And then when you saw me again, I didn't have hair. You didn't have no hair. So I have a issue with hair, and I tend to cut my hair a lot. A lot. A lot. A whole lot. Okay. I I can just go to the barbershop and get a haircut and cut all my hair off with no problem, no thinking about it or anything. So, yeah, I remember that. But I loved it. I did like your cut. And I grabbed you by, grabbed you by the back of your neck and I kissed you. I remember that day. I still have pictures. Even though I don't have those pictures, I still have like that one picture when we were sitting on the couch and I was laughing and you were like you literally in my face. I'll show it's. It's on Facebook, but I'll send it to you. All right. That, that was so nice. Your next question. That was nice. All right. Yeah, mine are nice. Yours are my art. Look, I asked about me. Stabby. No, I I asked, what do I need to change? So that was not stabby. Let's see. Do you feel that things really would have worked out if we would have stayed together? Yes, I feel like. There's a there's an understanding that we share that I haven't I there's a space of me that's been chasing that to have that where I can communicate with the person as opposed to argue with the person. I can talk to you about what I'm feeling and we can come to uh, a, an agreement. And I think honestly one of our both of our biggest problems is we overcompromise. We, we compromise we so do. much of ourselves that we become uncomfortable in our situations. And I feel like with, with us, it would have been one of those compromises where function happens as opposed to dysfunction and calamity. So, yeah, I think that would have worked. For me, I have to say, I don't think so. Because Why? of where I was in my space, in my head. You you have to realize I lost my mother a couple of years prior to this is before baby, like if we would have stayed together. I feel like I was dealing with and still dealing with the issues of being hurt and how my family dynamics work. I think at that time I would it wouldn't have worked for me. I would have had so much going on because even though I'm a good person, as people say, I'm a nice person, I'm not, nobody's perfect. So I always tell people, you know, if if you can accept the bad, then you're good. And you're petty patty. Not, let's not forget that you're petty patty. Okay. We're not talking about me being petty right now. We are talking about the hurt <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> we're we're going to, what did they say? Jory, can you please this? <laughs> Um, I, I feel like I was going through so much, even in life in general, trying to find myself. 
and knowing that I had to work. And that's how it was. It was, I had to get through life by working. I have to do this. And I would have known that, guess what? Relationship is not here for me right now. So I have to sacrifice a relationship in order for me to survive because I've always been on survival mode. So that's why I felt like, no, it wouldn't have worked because at that time, even after baby, I was on survival mode. And I have been for years. I mean, if you think about it, I'm... I'm not on survival mode because I'm kind of in a space where I'm finally doing something that is making me happy. My kids are pre-adults. I don't have to, they're in a good space. They're in a good school. I don't have to worry about these things where even a couple of years prior to, it's always been survival mode for me. So yeah. Question, Question for me? Yes, it is time for a question. For you. Uh, the first time we broke up, what was the deciding factor for you? As I said before, I hung out with that person that we both know. Who's that person? Well, we can't give names because we don't want to put people's names out there. And especially if the person sends me a text saying, oh, are you going to put me in your podcast? Oh, I just gave you life and put you in my podcast right now. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Petty Patty. All right. So so we both know who this person is. But again, if I go back. So I liked somebody. When I was in high school, I had a crush on someone and I felt like we were going to end up in a relationship somewhere, even though I know we're totally different. Somewhere in my heart, I always felt that we were going to be in a relationship and me being that logical thinker, I'm like, well, I can't get in a relationship with somebody if I'm talking to somebody else. So let me just friend this. So just in case I don't have to try to end it then. So, yes, that's just how okay. I think. Is it, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. So, um, this one is kind of based off the last one. Do you feel if we were given another chance, do you feel that we would date again? Am we'd I datable? Be, we'd have to be in the <laughs> same space. I, I, I think that we're so good of friends, I wouldn't want to mess it up. Because I know how I can be in a relationship. And I always tell people I'm a better friend than girlfriend. But it's my question. So I'm going. No, that was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But it was me asking you. But okay, Yeah. Because we don't have that much time. We got 15 more minutes. All right. So my turn. Yeah. All right. Do you still love me? I do. I love you, Greg. You know I love you. I love you with my whole heart. I do. I love you enough to save you from being in the raft of Tasha. So again, (laughs) why we can never be in a relationship. That's how much I love you. I I would not want to sacrifice our friendship over a relationship because it would be me being selfish and me doing it for whatever reason. So yes, I love you. Is that was my last question. I don't know if you had any more on your list. Uh, I have one more question. Okay. And my last question is, why won't you acknowledge that I'm your best friend? 
why? Why why won't you just let the world know that I'm your best friend? How do you figure that you're my... No, I, I don't. I, 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 no, 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 I'm not. Because <sighs> I can go into it. I can get into all the reasons. Um, because I have a best friend title already. You can't give multiple people, multiple people <laughs> best friend titles. Jay Bird. You have several best friends. But, okay. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> let's talk about rebounds. We we got to kind of wrap this up real quick, you know. As, as much as we talk about this and, you know, you're somewhat of a best friend to me. We <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. All right, so let's let's talk about rebounds. So we had the relationship. We didn't talk, and now we you broke up with me again. Greg broke up with Natasha. Natasha did not break up with Greg. No, and it wasn't because she was this horrible person. It no. was on. Greg's in. Not trying to put you out there, but just to let people know, it's not because it's not you all the time. It could be somebody else. So after the breakup, how did you rebound? I didn't. I did not right away. I did right away. I was pissed. I, I I didn't right away. I was I was hurt and I was upset and I was angry. I was really really angry, but. You know, you know, sometimes when you break up and you need to spend time to learn yourself and learn things and do better. I did none of that. I did not a single bit of that. I just stewed and had sex. That's all I did. Kind of sound like me. I I was just in the club shaking my butt trying to, you know, rebound. You got a mohawk. Yeah, cut my hair, start Started hanging out let, with bike crews. Let, let oh yeah, it was during that time hanging with my aunt, letting the girls out. You know, it was a hot girl summer before. Before it was a hot girl. Before it was a hot girl. You know, yeah, I was, I was upset. I was angry. Like I literally was looking at wedding dresses and everything. I thought that I had my forever. And then for the one person I felt, and not against you, you know where I'm going with this. The one person Mm -hmm. that I felt that I trusted, that knew me, knew all the trauma that I had been through, knew everything about me, that one person didn't fight for our relationship. And me, my issue has always been when it comes to dating, who's willing to fight for me? And that fight wasn't there. So with that, yeah, I mean, I was out in Richmond trying to do my thing, and I, but I still wasn't happy. I was clinging to guys trying to force relationships when they were situationships. But I, I wanted and I was longing for, you know, those relationships. And even if we bring it then, that was early 2000s. I know recently you just go, gone through a breakup. Yeah. And I think the the last and the try to wrap things up now is just to talk about how how dating is now. Like I said before, the rebounds, the situationships. I know for me, I have been single. I was in a relationship, what, two years ago, so to say. And that was shit. It, you escaped. I, I did escape. Because I got so caught up, like Greg said, into trying to make other people happy. I wasn't happy. 
And now I'm out here dating. And it's weird because even for me, and I know it's going to be way different for you, even with that that two-year difference, dating is totally different than it was two years ago. Even though we have social media, even though him and I were on social media, it just seems like things just took a turn. And more people ghost people, um, even with me talking about to Odie's but goodies, but he was trying to get my goodies, you know, even the whole situation with me going out the other week. And assuming that, you know, because that was an older person, that the results would be different, but they're the same. Um, how do you feel about how dating is now and now that you're newly single? Um, a, dating is the ghetto, number one. Um, it is trash and i don't like it i'm i'm from the go out and meet people era and meeting people now is all a digital process which is nuts to me um i've also recently found that i am poly oh yeah we we talked about that i i think i'm gonna bring you back on for for another episode with that because I ha- I have my selfishness and I, I want to know more but we only got we got to wrap it up so we'll, we'll not now but I'm just saying yes that that's well, interesting that you you found that out and it's it's not like it was new like I've, I've been in one before but I didn't it didn't end well okay and it was because everybody wasn't in it for the same reasons. And so I feel like at this point in my life, I can find that community of people and find that type of love that I'm looking for in that community. So uh, not so what would you give someone that is not in that community? What advice would you give them when it comes to breaking up and getting back to you and starting all over in relationships? What advice would you give somebody? Three important things. All right. Number one. It doesn't matter how long you've known a person. If you're unhappy, you're unhappy. Nothing should change that. Nothing should affect that. No amount of time can affect your unhappiness. Number two, communicate. Closed mouth, don't get fed. If you don't say the things that you need, no one will know, especially your partner. So be very, very open and communicative with your partner about the things you need. Three, don't overstay. Don't overthink staying. If you have the thought that maybe we shouldn't be together, nine times out of ten, if you convince yourself that that's a bad thought, it will come back and bite you. Leave when you feel it the first time. It's a, re- it's a reason it's there. Because it doesn't come from nowhere. That's, that's true. I always feel like, again, communication is key. Um, even with my situationships, because that's what I'm dealing with now. Uh, don't don't look at me like that. I mean, I'm just I'm being real. I mean, Tosh got holes. She don't want to admit it, but she got. I holes. do but- not. Don't don't do that. No, I don't. But. Even with me and dating, I always say be open because you you never know. A lot of people always assume communication is key. If you're open with that person, people will accept you. You're giving them the option to accept and have a choice in what 
the decision that they want to make. Don't try to sugarcoat or make things seem like it's something when it's not. Just be 100%. Don't curb their decisions. Yeah, because that's me. Be 100%. And that's me. People will know I'm real. I don't sugarcoat. I'm real with my kids. You may I, not like it. You may not like it, but it's the truth. Um, thank you, Greg, for coming on. Did did you even though we had two parts because that was me not reading? So some some things happened, yeah. but I really enjoy it. I could do this a weekly thing with you. It, I, I definitely want you to come back on. I, I feel like you're that male that we need. If we, you know, I definitely need that part because it's things that, like I said, that we talk about and that we have, I have on the list that I feel that the discussions are good that you need to talk about and also getting things from a man's side and not just women. Because again, I don't want people to think that this is a show where we male bash. No, this is real life situations. These are real dating topics. These are things that I want everybody to know just where you are. Somebody has dealt with the things that you've dealt with. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in today. And I hope that we said something to help others and maybe experiencing breakups and not knowing what to do. Um, like we said, it's it's not the end of the world. So just because you had a breakup or just because somebody ghosted you, like I just got ghosted. <laughs> it's, it's not over. Um, you may feel like things are over. Don't, don't do that. But you got another chance to start all over again. It may be hard to get back up, but you just got to dust yourself off and get up again. Thank you. This is Disaster Dating 101, where we're giving you real life experiences, great debates, and good laughs. I am your host, Natasha Renee, and good night, good evening, good day, and I will talk to you guys later. Thank you, Greg.